We are in week 36 of Come Follow Me, and it's the rest of Psalms. So Psalms 102 through 150. And I want to start with this quote by Ezra Taft Benson that says, When obedience ceases to be an irritant and becomes our quest, in that moment God will endow us with power. So I want to start in 102 and verse 2. It says, and we're going to bounce through these. I did a really awesome thing in our Sunday school class on Sunday. This was suggested on another podcast to have the kids assign out the Psalms and have the kids pick their most favorite sentence and then combine those and create a class Psalm. And we did that and it was just beautiful. So I was kind of bouncing through these, finding my favorite things and coming up with this theme of obedience and that when that is our quest, he endows us with power. So verse 2 of 102, hide not thy face from me, incline thy ear unto me. And the question I have written there is, have you ever been through the time, a time when you felt like the Lord wasn't listening, wasn't hearing you, like the heavens were closed? And I think the first time that happened for me, I did wonder what I had done wrong. But if you study church history, Joseph Smith felt it, Job felt it. There's so many great people. And so the question is, why? Why does it feel like sometimes he doesn't listen? And I know in teaching seminary, um, the thought that we've come with is there has to be opposition. If we always got answers quickly when we asked, or if answers always came the way we wanted, then we would probably take it for granted. And the times that we fill the heavens are sealed, maybe God is allowing us to walk a little way in the, in the darkness, kind of feeling like we're on our own, but exercising faith in him that we will be obedient even when he doesn't answer, even when we don't get the results that we're hoping for or that burning or that answer in our head or any of that. And so verse 7 of 103, section 103 of Psalms says, He made known his ways unto Moses. And I have this written right next to that. How? How did he make known his way to Moses? Well, if you think back to Moses' life in the end, especially when he went to lead the Israelites, he made known his way through really, really hard things. He suffered along with all the Israelites, with the Egyptians, the plague. I do love that it points out a lot of plagues only affected the Egyptians. The Israelites were protected, but a lot of plagues, they all suffered. And here's the biggest thing is Moses. I love that scripture where he says, have I begotten these? What? What? Why am I the one who has to carry them? I love that. And I just think the lesson is that like Joseph Smith and all the trials he went through, God was preparing him, refining him. Moses learned so many things through hard things. We don't learn through ease. We don't come to the Lord and we aren't refined through ease. And so that was what he made known his ways. How? Through hard things. So then skip to 111, 111, excuse me, verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. 
The respect of the Lord is when we learn wisdom. And I've said before, there is a difference between knowledge and wisdom, and wisdom comes through the Lord. Okay, jump to 116, verse 1. I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice. Verse 2. I will call on him as long as I live. Verse 7. O my soul, the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. And I have right there how. How has he dealt? If you're thinking of Moses, if you're thinking those times that the heavens are closed, has he dealt bountifully? Could you question and say, where are you? And then verse 16 in that same section, truly I am thy servant. O Lord, I am thy servant. And then I love, skip to 118 verse 5. I called on the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me. Verse 6, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. And then jump all the way to 28. Thou art my God and I will praise thee. And the thought I had there is that scripture, my Jesus, that we talked about before. How does he become ours? It is through affliction and knowing that we have paired with him and that he has been with us in those afflictions. He becomes ours. We have a testimony that he walks with us and that we are his children. Okay, 119 verse 47 and as you know this is the super long one verse 47 and I will delight myself in thy commandments 71 it is good for me that I have been afflicted that I might learn thy statutes 104 I hate every false way 127, therefore I love the commandments above gold. 145, I cried with my whole heart. Hear me, O Lord, I will keep thy statutes. And then 163, I hate and abhor lying, but thy law do I love. And 169, Give me understanding, and understanding only comes through those trials. And then 173, let thy hand help me, for I have chosen thy precepts. I have chosen thy way. Give me understanding. Give me wisdom. Like Moses, that comes through trial. So I want to flip to 139, and this is where it centered for me. I have a really good friend who um, I just happened to get to go and visit with them this weekend, and their 14-year-old son was skiing and hit by another skier and killed instantly, or like ricocheted off, I think, and hit a tree. It, it caused him um, to ricochet off and hit a tree, and he was killed instantly. 14, their youngest. And I happened to be in their home and there were pictures and, and reminders of him all through their home. It was beautiful. And I said to them, I love that everywhere you look is a reminder of your son. And they took me through their house and showed me the beautiful things that people had done for them. One was this oil painting that a woman they've never met and who just left it on their doorstep painted of their son and they have it hanging right by their bed 
And as they shared with me, the mom just cried, just saying this, she so captured him. And she said to me, I love that the Lord has shown up again and again throughout this, through other people. And I love that she acknowledged that it was coming through other people. She shared that someone said, I felt him touch my shoulder and say, go see my mom today. And I love that instead of feeling bad that it isn't him coming to her, she couldn't have painted that picture. She's not that kind of artist that that he would visit and that God would visit this person and have them be inspired to do this for them and that they would acknowledge it. And so I just loved that. And this scripture so stood out to me in 139 verse 8. And it just goes with this wisdom and it goes with this knowledge and it goes with pairing with the Lord and how Moses learned. 139 verse 8. If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. And I love that scripture because what it says is that he is aware. Wherever we are, he is with us if we are seeking him. He walks with us. And one of the most powerful experiences I had, I've shared before, is that story of um, Mary and Martha, and as they mourned the loss of Lazarus, and Jesus Christ comes to them and knows he's going to raise Lazarus, but he weeps as he sees them crying. What a powerful lesson that was to me, that God doesn't look at us down here and think, well, come on, that's what you came for. Buck up. This will end quickly. This life is but a small moment. He doesn't. He weeps. And as I had the privilege to be with my friend this weekend and weep with her and him and hear them share such powerful spiritual experience and be, have my testimony so strengthened because of the things they shared, I was so grateful and truly God walks with us. And so I want to start back in 139 verse 1. O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me too. Thou understands my thought afar off. And I love that. He knows before you even think it. That's what that says to me. Not distance, but time. You understand my thought afar off before I even think it. You know. And then in verse 3, thou art acquainted with all my ways. He has known us from the beginning of time and he has a plan to teach us and to try us and to refine us. And he knew how to make Moses, Moses. And he knew how to make Joseph Smith, Joseph Smith. And he knew how to try my friends and what incredible people they would become and I love in verse 23, it says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. That is what this is all about, is us being tried and coming to a knowledge that God knows us and that he loves us and he works all things for our good, that we can have faith in him and that we can trust him. And I love in 146 verse 8, it says, The Lord raiseth them that are bowed down. 
And to me, that's bowed down in sorrow and grief and anxiety and trial. The Lord loveth the righteous. And what makes you righteous is seeking him, seeking to follow him and, and become like him. And I loved in 148, this was so beautiful. Praise ye the Lord, verse 2. Praise ye him, all his angels. Praise ye him, all his hosts. 3. Praise ye him, the sun, the moon, all ye stars of light. 4. Praise ye him, ye heavens, ye waters that are above the heavens. And it just goes through this praise. And what came to mind, and I love this, 13, let them praise the name of the Lord for his name alone is excellent. But what came to mind is that scripture, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess he is the savior, the God of the world, the Lord that the stars will be hurled from their places, that the sun will refuse to shine because they know the God that is the light and everything, the great creator, they even acknowledge he is God. And so will we. And so I love that it goes through praise, the earth, the stars, the sun, the angels, all of us, praise ye him. And I want to end in 150 verse 6. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. And I loved going through and just highlighting some of my favorites like we did in Sunday school. But what a lesson that was to me that there is beauty in praise. There is beauty in gratitude. There is beauty in recognizing we are striving to follow God. And when obedience ceases to be an irritant and becomes our quest, in that moment, God endows us with power. And that's what it's all about, is trusting him and taking his power as he walks with us through the valley of the shadow of death and all our trials, and we will be made more. And that is beautiful. I hope you know the church is true. And more than that, I hope you know how much our Savior loves you.